Hello, hello and hello. Welcome back to PBJ Podcast. We've been away for a minute, but we're back. We're back and ready to do this thing all over again. Um, For those of you who are new here, PBJ is a podcast where it's a Bible study podcast. I ain't gonna lie to you. We read the Bible, we listen to some music, we pray a little, and um, that's your daily dosage of the Word of God. So um, that's what I aim to do anyways. Um, So before we get started, I would like to say a little prayer. And then we can get on, pick up from where we left off a long time ago. So, let's get it. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time in your presence, Lord. We thank you for the entrance of your word brings light. It brings understanding to the simple. And I thank you, Father God, as we take the time to read and study your word, we are made wiser for it, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that we are increased and we're taken from one level of glory to another. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. And I thank you for the ability of understanding that your spirit gives us. It's one that we cherish with all our hearts. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, um, guys, before we get started, I just want to play you a song. This song has been my theme song for, like, the longest. So, enjoy the song. Nobody provide with faith, but they control on me. She made G, me and she made you. We faith that they control on me. She made G, me and she made you. So, brother, make you hold on, hold on. Make you know the loose guy, loose guy. Make you just a trust God, trust God. Say, my God, go come through, come through. My brother, life he sees you. Yeah, yeah. I said, life he sees you. If you just trust in God, yeah, yeah. Life he sees you. Yeah, yeah. As a life he sees you. If you just trust in God, yeah, yeah. Are you there? Yeah, 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 yeah
Right, so that was Life is Easy by Lemon Blaze um, featuring Steady. The song has been my mood, you know. Um, there was a time where I was struggling and this song was literally just was my anthem to say, you know, life can be very easy if you just do what God says to do. Trust in him, trust his word, trust his plans for you. And it really put me at a place where I'm like, yeah, you know what, I'm just going to walk and trust God. I'm just going to go where he tells me to go and just know I'm coming out for the bear. So that's why I chose that song. It's a litty. Um, okay, so where did we leave off last time? We left off at Genesis chapter 4. Like, I was looking at this Bible and I said, Lord, yeah, I thought I was going to be able to finish this in one year, and I don't think so. So <laughs> we're going to take it at whatever straight stride it is. I'm going to read, we're going to listen to some music, I'm going to read again, and we're going to round up. Okay, cool. So let's read. Verse 1. Oh, by the way, for all of you who don't know, I'm reading from the Tivo Rhapsody of Realities Bible, specially designed with teenagers and young people in mind. So if you'd like to get yourself a copy of this, you can find this on the Love World Bookshop. You know, this Bible is available there. Or if you go to your local Christ Embassy Church, wherever you are, um, they'll be selling them. So you can get yourself a copy. It's worth it, worth the investment. It's an amazing Bible highly rated anyways let's get to reading now adam knew his wife and she conceived and bore cain and said i have acquired a man from the lord then she bore again this time his brother abel now abel was a keeper of the sheep and cain was a tiller of the ground and in the process of time it came to pass that cain brought an offering of fruit of the ground to the lord Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock of their fat, and the Lord respected Abel and his offering. But he did not respect Cain and his offering, and Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door, and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. So... What we're seeing here is Cain and Abel are born from Adam and Eve. That's their mother and their father. Um, they grew of age and they got to a place where it was time to give their offerings to the Lord. Cain gave God his offering and Abel gave God his offering. God respected Abel's offering, um, but he didn't respect Cain's. Cool. Um, the question is why? Why is this the case? When we read how Abel brought his offering, it says... Abel brought his firstborn of his flock and their fat. So he brought the the firstborn of the sheep that he had. So he brought God his first batch of sheep. He didn't think to take anything from himself. He got he gave God his first and his best. Whereas Cain, he has no record of him giving God his first fruit of um the the ground he tilled. There was no record of that, which makes us understand that you know he didn't give God his first nor did he give God his best that's why God respected Abel's over Cain's cool and then you know sometimes in life we get to a place where we're like God this is my offering to you and it's not accepted because it's not our first and it's not our best you know so for instance you could be praying and 
you give God your whole attention, your whole heart, your whole focus, your whole energy. That's the best of your best. That's the creme de la creme, do you know what I mean? And he rates that highly. That's why there's a showering of blessings. His glory falls upon you and it's evident in your life. That's why there's such a high intensity of leading by the spirit and you're so sensitive to the spirit in that moment in time. But if you give him that secondhand prayer where, I don't know, you're not really paying attention, you're watching your time, you're you're checking your phone while you're praying, you know, just speaking in terms of my shatter karata while you're doing Snapchat or whatever reply messages, all this and that. You're not giving him your best, right? And he doesn't rate that. So that's something that we need to think about. That's the re- that's the difference between Cain's offering and Abel's offering. And I know there's times where we do that, but we need to come out of that. Do you know what I mean? We need to come out of that and be able to give God our best. Now, the second part I want to focus on what we've just read was that God said to Cain, he said this to Cain, he said, um, if you do well, um, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, um, sin lies at the door and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. When we get told off, right, um, it's easy to now say, oh, I don't want to do this anymore or to be disheartened or to kind of like be upset that you got told off. And what sin is, sin is built out of selfishness, right? So Cain didn't give God his best because he thought that he deserved the best. He deserved more. You know what I mean? He rated himself more than he rated God. And that's that's the selfishness there. That's where sin is born from. Sin is born from lust, you know. And um, lust is anything that is a selfish desire. And um, that's why God told him, do well and overrule the sin overcome selfishness overcome that that um that thing that makes you look out and root for yourself you know and that's what we have to be careful in life you know sin desires to have us sin wants to destroy us sin wants to take over us but god says i've empowered you to be able to say no to sin when you come into christ it's so beautiful you get given this the spirit of the lord and he guides you and he leads you and you're able to say no to sin and be like listen i choose to not do this and you're given that extra willpower where you cannot do it the holy spirit empowers you and gives you that strength to say you can say no to this thing that you don't want to do it's a little bit harder but it's not as hard as some things that's why there's people who are not in christ they suffer from addictions they suffer from inabilities to like remove themselves from these strongholds because they are just unable to come out from this and you know that is that is what god was saying here don't let sin have a hold of you because at this moment cain and abel were still walking with god so they they were they were empowered to some degree to be able to not give into sin and that's the warning that god gave to cain and that's still the warning that is residing in our lives to say don't let sin have you hence why there's a scripture in the bible which says resist the devil and he will flee when you resist him when you resist to be selfish when you resist that sin that desires to have you he flees from you and he leaves you you know and um that's that's the focus here that is what god was was telling cain at this moment in time like don't give in to the sin but anyways guys um i'm gonna let you listen to a song And then we'll get back to reading the next half of this chapter that I wanted to read. So, enjoy. Our God is an awesome God. Are you ready? Are you ready? So I'm just going to start singing with you.
I just love that song, you know. I love the instrumentals. I love the vibe. I love everything about it. I don't think there's anything about that song that I dislike. So, yeah. It just makes me happy. It makes me want to celebrate God. But anyways, let's get back to reading. So, now we are on verse 8. Chapter 4, verse 8 of the same book, Genesis. And it reads, Now Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel, your brother? And he said, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? And the Lord said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth, which has opened its mouth and received your brother's blood from your hand. 
when you till the ground it shall no longer yield its strength to you a fugitive and a vagabond you shall be on this earth and cain said to the lord my punishment is greater than i can bear surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground i shall be hidden from your face i shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth and it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me and the lord said to him therefore whoever kills cain vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold and the lord set a mark on cain lest anyone finding him should kill him so what does this mean okay so from what we've just read you know Cain had a conversation with his brother and then he killed his brother. In my mind, I'm just thinking, okay, like, I know we're not really focusing on what Abel may have said to upset his brother. But what did he say to, to kind of provoke that form of anger, you know? Um, what was said at that moment in time that Cain couldn't hold himself and he, he lashed out at his brother? Why was his anger so great? Like, do you know what I mean? Like... What was it in himself that he was unable to control himself? You know? Those are the thoughts that go in my head when I read that moment that he rose up and he talked to his brother. And then he rose up against his brother to kill him. What was said? And I think the reason why I'm thinking about that is because it makes me consider myself. You know, there's, there's an understanding we need to have when we read the word of God. Certain things jump out at us because our spirit picks up on it. And the word of God always picks up things in you that you need to grow from and develop from. So whatever, when you're reading a scripture and something catches your attention, take that time to ponder and think about it because that scripture there has something in it for you. So when I read that scripture where he spoke to his brother and then he was so angry at his brother, in my mind, I think about, okay, the instance of Joseph and his brothers, which we will read later on as we go through the chapters, right? So Joseph um, was able to dream and hear from God and God showed him a future and Joseph went to tell his brothers, right? And he was showing to his brothers, oh yeah, you know, (laughs) your boy is about to be king of you guys. You know, you guys are going to be bowing down to me. That's right. You know, he was telling his brother, this is what I had in my dream. And they were like, oh, stop saying that, man. What do you mean? How can you? And he was like, trust me, yeah, this is a dream from God and I don't care what none of you men say, da-da-da cool and as you read the story of joseph you understand that he had to learn discernment in when to say certain things and when not to say certain things that's why even when it came to um potiphar's wife trying to seduce him you know he could have been like yo homie your wife was just all on this you know she was all over me right yeah and she was just trying to touch up on me and everything and i said no because you know i'm a man of god but he was just said i didn't touch her simple lies and then he got sent to prison even though but I'm just saying that if Joseph had said any more than what he did at that moment in time, he could have got killed. Do you know what I mean? So he was being taught when to say things and when not to say things. And I think that's a lesson that Abel probably needed to learn at that moment in time. He should have been able to read the room a little bit and have a bit of discernment to say, you know what, yeah, let me just leave my brother in it. He needs to cool down. He's clearly vexed, you know? I, I believe there's something that, Abel could have done in that moment in time to kind of not add to the fire because we went from talking to now I'm like I'm gonna kill kill you do you know what I mean so and when he says it came to pass it makes me believe there was a lot there was some time that passed before Cain decided I'm a ex this dude you know what I mean how could he do this to me embarrass me in front of God you know that's probably what I was thinking but um that's just one thing that jumped out at me you know 
um, that maybe there was something in that conversation where Abel should have just either kept quiet or not said what he said to kind of provoke his brother, as well as Cain needing to have self-control over him, his emotions and his anger. You know, when you allow your emotions to rule over you, you can blink and things happen that you did not have the heart to happen. You didn't intend for it to happen. And, you know, that's what I believe happened when he killed his brother. It's It almost appears as a blink of the eye. Then he rose up and killed his brother. So that's something to, to, to consider. And, you know, you have a classic conversation where God says to Cain, where's your brother? And he goes, am I my brother's keeper? And Cain was the big brother. And even in society, your big brother, you know, he's the one that protects you. He takes care of you. So, yeah, he is your keeper. He's the one that you walk hand in hand. You know, we're homies. We're in this together. Your brother is someone who's close to you. You guys look out for each other. You take care of each other. That's that's the way that family bond is is understood in society and in the scriptures so when he said that it was just kind of like bro you have no remorse for what you've done or you haven't really realized what you've done and I think that's why God said to him what have you done because his response was absolutely disgusting to think that you don't really realize the significance of what you've done and um God needed to point that out to him um yeah so it was kind of like it's kind of peak and then as we read on you know Cain's um, Abel's blood is coming out of the ground and then God um, sentences Cain to a life of being a fugitive and a vagabond in the face of the Lord so he was separated from God and you know the one true loss in life is to be separated from God that's why on the cross when the Lord, the father turned his back on Jesus because Jesus was now covered in sin and God can't be associated with sin when that had happened, right, it was three hours of darkness before Christ died and said it's finished. That darkness represents the separation from the Father. And it's a very painful thing. If you understand that the Word, which is Jesus, Jesus was the Word made flesh. And the Word came from the bosom of the Lord. So it came from inside God, you know. It's a part of Him. It's Him. Do you know what I mean? And he had to separate himself from from him. That is what Cain was being summoned to at that moment in time. Say, you can't relate with God anymore. Like, you can't seek God anymore because of what you've done. You've taken a life and you've, you've, you've done this to yourself. And, you know, the curse was also that the ground would not help Cain. Like, if he was to labor, it would be challenging for him. And, you know, last time we spoke about the curse um, of the ground to say that Adam has to work really hard to labor for the thing. So imagine how much harder Cain had to work. There was grace over Adam because, you know, God was, was just saying, curse is the ground for your sake. You know what I mean? Um, he had to till the ground, but he still got product and it was hard. It was, diff- it was more difficult than God had wanted it to be for them. And then Cain, he's now more than that so how much harder was it for him to produce product from the ground because of what he'd done you know what i mean it's just thinking about all that stuff and it's kind of like oh gosh you know it's tight it's peak but yeah we move um and then yes yeah, it's, it's, it's hella peak but god showed him mercy god is merciful we know that and you can see it's clear as day here where he says um you know if anyone tries to kill you they will receive this punishment 
sevenfold, like worse off than you. So no man is going to be better off for killing you. They'll just be worse off. So no man should even try to kill you, irrespective of what you've done. Um, because, you know, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Be the one to punish somebody. It's not good for your heart. And that's not what God had intended. He takes care of everything for you. You just need to show love and um, kindness, you know, that kind of stuff. He will take care of the punishment and the vengeance and everything like that. That's why this punishment was given to anyone who tried to seek vengeance on Cain, you know. And, um, yeah, that's all we have time for today, you know. I just wanted to get you guys to read that scripture and kind of soak up on it. Um, but before we round up, I'm just going to play a song for you guys. So enjoy. I praise you forevermore.
Okay, and that was Great God by Sinat, featuring Frank Fit, Peter Toby, K.I. and Nolly. So, beautiful song. Enjoy. Oh, you already enjoyed it. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so that's the conclusion of Genesis chapter 4, verse 1 to 15. That's the first half of this chapter. And we'll conclude the chapter um, next time. Uh, but before we completely end this, I would just like to give anyone the opportunity to know God. You know, I mean, if you're if you're listening to this podcast and you decided that you want to know more of God, you want to relate with him more and have that personal relationship. Because Christianity is about fellowshipping with God. It's, it's the very divine presence of God, you know, being active in your life, you know. And if you want to experience that, this is an opportunity for, for you to receive Christ and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do um, the prayer of salvation, and you can just repeat after me, and it's as easy as that. It's just one prayer, and you're you're in Christ. You know, it's beautiful. So repeat after me. Oh Lord God, I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ, Son of the Living God. I believe that He died for me, and God raised Him from the dead. I believe that He's alive today. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day. Through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I'm born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I'm now a child of God. Hallelujah. And, you know, congratulations if you have just said that prayer of salvation today. We are celebrating you. You know, the whole of heaven rejoices for one sinner who is born again and comes to the kingdom of light. So, you know, I'm praising God for that. And I know that, you know, your life is going to go from glory to glory, from grace to grace, you know. So keep on staying tuned and grow and learn more for yourself, you know what I mean? And message me, let me know. That you've come to Christ, so I can I can help you get all the materials you need, all the messages, access to all these things, um, because it's important that you grow in your understanding and in your knowledge. Um, so now, I'm just gonna say a closing prayer for this session, and I'll be seeing you guys next time. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your time. We thank you for this time in your presence, Father God. We thank you for all that we've learned and we thank you for all that you have put into our spirits, Father God. It's been a true privilege and an honor to be in your presence. Lord, I thank you for anyone who's given their life to Christ today. I thank you, Father God, that their lives will never remain the same. I thank you, Father God, because you are taking them from glory to glory and their lives will be a testimony of your grace and your merciful hand at work in their life. Their lives will be full of joy and full of light from this day forth in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone who's taken time out to listen and be part of this podcast, Father God, I thank you that their days are blessed, Father God. That they are increased and they are strengthened in understanding and in their knowledge as they walk in Christ, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that yes, your strength is renewed in them in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, we give you glory, we give you praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So guys, this is me bidding you adieu. I will see you guys next time. Um, I'm going to leave you with a nice song to listen to and I'll catch you next time this is chosen by mary zoo enjoy i'm chosen oh, no. 
so many times I so many times I wonder why Like why did you choose me? Why would you care about my life? And now I know that I know that I know that you love me And I'm sure that I know that I know that you called me Out of the many others you saw me You called me You chose me